Welcome in Sunday, must be Husker Rewind, and it is. Tom Stevens, Mike Melby, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. My mom has been gone for a long time. I miss her. I know yours passed away this year. Mike, I'm yep. feeling for you right now. I know it's been a tough year for you. Us. Yeah, you know, life happens. And yeah. it's, what We're do you getting do? older, and, uh, you know, that's what happens when you get a little older. People pass on, and, in fact, I, I noticed this. As I get older, I see friends more and more at funerals. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, one of those things that happens when you get a little bit older. But happy Mother's Day. I don't want to be a downer. I was going to say. Uh, I, I want to be uh, celebrating moms uh, today. My, my wife uh, is uh, a mother of two, and so happy Mother's Day to Heidi. Yeah, big happy Mother's Day to my daughter, Skylar. And- There's a cake. Uh, somebody brought a cake today for Mother's Day, and said so, and- – I guess they didn't realize that nobody would be here except for us, so I, we get to keep the cake if we want it. I th- we I think I'm going to nominate that we give it to Rebecca. Okay, because she'll she'll be in to you know to what will happen if you give me. You know what will happen if we give it to Rebecca? She'll throw it at us. No, DP will eat it. <laughs> they happen to be married. DP will just eat it when when uh, they get home. But that's okay. I, I Rebecca weighs maybe ninety pounds. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think I don't know that she eats. Uh, maybe she does. I've just never seen it. Uh, should we get to the starting gate? Yeah, we, we might, might as, as well, well. Uh, run down. It's a busy show today yeah. and we'll tell you what's on it. But right now, uh, these are some of the things on the show during the starting gate. Uh, do you like the sounder still of the starting gate? I, I do because I love horse racing. Because a lot of people don't know what it means. It yeah, just, it's, it, it's, it's just the start of the show. So yeah. it's the starting gate. And we like to have a lot of things on the show. And yeah. and Mike demonstrates with the starting gate. Husker baseball sits at 29-20-1. in the Big Ten after sweeping Penn State this weekend at Haymarket Park. They win on Friday 19-5, 5-2 yesterday, 8-5 today. Huskers sit Somewhere between third and sixth right now, they're in like a three-way tie with a couple of games yet. Bottom line is, Rutgers shut out Illinois earlier today, which guarantees the Huskers a trip to Omaha for the Big Ten tournament. They are two games out of first place at 13-8, and so there is a possibility Nebraska could be any one of the eight seeds in next weekend's Big Ten tournament. They've got three more games in the regular season. Those are next weekend at Purdue. Also today... Uh, Nebraska hit their 90th home run of the season, and that gets them within three of the all-time school record of 93 done back in 1985, the year I graduated high school. You've got Bryce Matthews with 20, Max Anderson 19, Gabe Swanson 16, and then just a bevy of guys yeah. with uh, Josh Karen's got seven and then five, four, 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 three, four, two. I, and it's just could you it, imagine if they had pitching? If, yeah, they, if they had if, pitching, if they had pitching this year, that would be a really good baseball team. They're still pretty good. And who knows? I mean, they've got a chance. They've got it. So you're saying there's a chance they're going to yeah. be in Omaha. It looks like more and more. They're going to yeah, make it's, it's done. They, they're the, in They're They're in. It's automatic. Yeah, okay. Automatic. They are in. They cannot okay. get past for eighth. Okay. I didn't know that that was official it on the Literally standings. just earlier today, Rutgers shut out Illinois. That eliminated Illinois. Well, th- that's why we have you on the show, Mike, uh, so you can tell me uh, that I'm a knucklehead <laughs> and that I need to pay it attention ju- when you say It just happened. Something. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nebraska softball sits at 34-20 and 20 after the Big Ten tournament. They lost at Northwestern 8-zip in the semifinals. They await to hear if they're going to be selected for a regional berth. 
I'm going to say it's probably 51-49 on the not side, but anything could happen. Uh, The field is actually going to be announced here in about 56 minutes. So we'll know before the end of the show whether Nebraska softball is going to be headed to a regional. Men's and women's track and field teams had big leads going into the final day of competition in the Big Ten outdoor meet today. Justin St. Clair and his staff have done an amazing job this season. Uh, The men wind up winning the Big Ten Conference Outdoor Championship. The women wound up third. But just a spectacular yeah. finish for the men's and Isn't women's Isn't it weird teams. saying the name Justin Sinclair and not Gary Pepin? It is. It is. I, mean, I, I, I still think he's the coach, even yeah. though he's not the coach. Yeah. Uh, and gosh, all the hundreds of, yeah. of conference and national yeah. cha- Just yeah. crazy what Pepin uh, did here. NCAA Outdoor Championships and Track are set for June 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th in one of my favorite towns to go hang out for a weekend in, Austin, Texas. Don't no. like the school that's there, is but it that is a Sixth Street or Fifth Street? What, Sixth Street? Sixth Street. Yeah, I've been on there. I've been on Sixth Street a few times. Walked into a bar on Sixth Street. Earl Campbell is there playing pool okay. at like midnight. And so we, we had a conversation with Earl Campbell, the great Texas running back and Hall of Famer uh, in the NFL, of course, uh, for like an hour. He was great. He was awesome. I, I, I never he was met awesome anybody. in Austin. I never met anybody famous when I was down there, but mm. I d- can tell you that I had some interesting times in some of the bars. Yeah, well, there so, you did. If you were on 6th Street, then you had a fun time. Yeah, absolutely. Husker Hoops is looking to possibly add a late high school piece to the 2023 recruiting class. On Friday, they hosted six foot eight, 230-pound Amelie Yalaho from Western Reserve Academy in Hudson, Ohio. That's the same school where Oleg Kojanets went. Uh, no. Obviously, Oleg transferred out. I think he's up at is it Wyoming. I think it's yeah, where Wyoming. he went. That's right, Wyoming. Yeah, so he, he went to Wyoming. Wyoming. Uh, Yalaho averaged 8.4 points, 4.1 rebounds, 1.7 assists last season. He visited North Texas a while ago, and then he went to Lubbock and visited Texas Tech yesterday. So no word on a commitment from him yet, but Nebraska's at least in the mix. He got, a, got an official visit, and obviously Would he's going to have to. that excite you if he committed? Because I guess I'm still year, looking no. for one piece, one more piece in the portal. I, I completely agree. Would it excite me for next year? No, I don't know that he's going to be a guy he that that he may just he, redshirt. He would be a redshirt candidate. But he he's also a guy that's six eight two thirty, so he's pretty well put together. Yeah. If he redshirts or even if he just comes in and hits the weights, all that. I mean, he may be six eight six nine and two forty five ish heading into either a redshirt freshman year or a sophomore year. This is a guy that's going to come in as a freshman. I mean, he's not going to come in and play and start, but he's a guy that's going to come in. Maybe he does give you. You know, six right. to ten minutes a game. I don't know. Uh, the the backcourt has got uh, some depth there with Blaze uh, and and Josiah Alec now coming in. But from a, a long term standpoint, yeah, I I would really like the uh, Yalaho addition if he does commit to Nebraska. Fair enough. In the NHL playoffs, second round, uh, the Dallas Stars and Seattle Kraken tied at three games apiece. Game seven is tonight. Vegas and Edmonton face off in Game six. Uh, in Edmonton, and the Golden Knights lead that series 3-2. to two. That's in the West. In the East, the Florida Panthers and Carolina Hurricanes have both advanced to the conference finals in the NHL playoffs. And it, The Celtics won. They won Game is, 7. Is, I is can't it remember. now over? Yeah, it's, it's compl- Jason Tatum had himself a day, 50-plus points. Uh, and Philadelphia has to be kicking themselves because they had – what looked to be the series wrapped up in Game 6. They had the lead. They were on their home floor. And then uh, somebody forgot to tell Jason Tatum because he went off for 18 points in the fourth quarter. They win that game, and then he comes back for 50-plus today. It might have been right at 50. He was insanely hot. Uh, So the Celtics move on. Uh, When I thought the Sixers really were going to win that series. And they're going to take on Miami, the eight seed, 
who uh, surprises everybody to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. In the West, seven seed Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James are going to take on uh, the Joker and his forearm shivering to opposing team owners, <laughs> self, and the Denver I like Nuggets. I the Joker, though. I, I, like, I like watching. And it kinda, would be a great story. Denver was the best team in the West this year, and now they're playing like the best team in the West. And now the Lakers, who we all thought were dead, barely made – I think there was a time where they were given a 3% chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. They, they, they had to go scramble through, to a seven seed, have to go through the play-in game. Right. And, and now they look to be – well, obviously, they're still in it, so they have a chance. Well, they took Golden State out in six. So, um, Side note, weird story, and it's, it's one of those where unbelievable athletic ability and gifts that you have uh, don't necessarily translate to common sense and intelligent. The Memphis Grizzlies' Ja Morant is proving this. He has been suspended by the Memphis Grizzlies after an Instagram Live video surfaced showing Morant holding what appears to be a gun in his left hand as he's sitting in a car. This is after he was suspended for eight games in March for having a gun while at a Denver nightclub when the Grizzlies were in town to play the Nuggets. Adam Silver called Morant's conduct at the time irresponsible, reckless, and potentially very dangerous. Shortly afterward, Morant said that he realizes what he has to lose and quote-unquote... He's going to be more responsible, more smarter, uh, and staying more, more away. Smarter. He's going to be, this is his quote, he's going to be more responsible, more smarter, and staying uh, away from all the bad decisions. Well, good luck with that. Um, I, he's failing. Yeah, I understand being famous and having a lot of money and jewelry and stuff, then, then you might want to, you know, some guys carry a gun. Uh, but uh, this seems a little silly. Well, uh, yeah, it, this seems a lot silly. Have if we weren't there, we don't know. But I mean, why? Uh, that's where you have guys that have guns, right? You get if you, you get you, a bodyguard. If, if you need, yeah, you, you get, get a bodyguard. bodyguard. You have enough money. Yeah. <clears throat> and then on this show, not this show, on this radio station, on Wednesday, on Old School, former Nebraska Cornhusker, uh, all everything DB. He he could cover like a corner. He could hit like a linebacker. He could rush like a D end. JoJo Doman uh, had some interesting comments on Old School. And two specific, I'm going I'm to break out five total words. Um, leading with authenticity was something that he would have expected that yeah. did not happen under Scott Frost. And he mentions not being genuine. And we're going to have the clip. Uh, if you want to play it now, we can talk about it now. Uh, you want to play, kind of, play it now uh, and then talk, play it again? Either, either that or we can talk about it a little bit later on. But yeah, it, it's I just think, kind of I think peculiar. we'll save it for yeah, later on this hour. But you're right. It's, it's, it's not good stuff because I don't like necessarily rehashing the Scott Frost era. We know it didn't work. Uh, and, you know, whether he led with authenticity or not, I, I just think he was not the right fit for Nebraska. And we all thought he was a home run hire. Yeah. Uh, but – when JoJo says something like that, it means something because he had a lot of respect from a lot of fans. Um, so we'll definitely play that clip. Uh, we'll make it in the second break of this hour uh, a little bit later on. We do have to get to Lance Harvell. Big sweep for Nebraska baseball this weekend. Yeah. Uh, as you mentioned at the top of the starting gate, they've locked up a spot in Omaha. And probably the only way they're going to get to uh, any sort of of regional is to win the whole damn thing or at least get to the very final game. Uh, but I think they probably have to I, win the whole they're thing. They're going to have to win the whole thing. They're, yeah. they're, they're RPI and, and yeah. the numbers just aren't good. It, it's just too bad they didn't get more pitching this year. And we'll talk to Lance about 
of the weekend. We love talking to Lance Harvell. Uh, they could have gotten swept this weekend, I, and we would talk to Lance Harvell. I, I could talk to Lance Harvell about quilting because yeah. he's, he's well, so. Put that on the list of things. Uh, <laughs> quilting will be the second uh, question asked to Lance Harvell. Uh, so he's great. Uh, we'll talk to Lance. We'll do the JoJo Doman uh, comments a little bit later on this hour. Then next hour, Jim White, um, a Nebraska Hall of Famer when it comes to golf, has played in a bunch of senior PGAs. Uh, he's played in U.S. Opens. He's yep. he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, and he's also played Oak Hills Country Club, where they're playing next weekend the PGA Championship. He played in the senior PGA at Oak Hills, and he says it's an absolute brutal test of golf. So we'll talk a little golf with uh, Jim White a little bit later on. Um, I do want to hit on this. Maybe we'll we'll bring it up for another seven minutes or so because it gave me some joy. Uh, when I saw earlier this week that Arthur Kaluma was moving on from Creighton. Creighton is struggling. <laughs> Arthur Kaluma is going to take a peek at the NBA draft. Eight. I think he has until May 31st. 31st I and, believe so. That would be the same for Kese Tamanaga. Yep. He has until May 31st. He can't be uh, still in the draft on June 1st. Otherwise, you're not coming back to your school. Um, so Kaluma's... In the portal. Yeah, uh, if he chooses to not go and stay in the draft, uh, he's he's leaving Creighton. Yeah. That's that's the end all. Yeah. So. Um, and now you look at what's happened to Creighton basketball. It's not good at all. Not only Arthur Kaluma. Um, of course, 1,700 players are in the portal again. I, I wonder why so many guys jump in the portal. But uh, it's been a big problem, I think, for college football and college basketball. But you had Ryan Nemhard jump in the portal. He was a former five-star. A big reason they got to the Elite Eight, averaged 12 points a game, five assists. He's going to Gonzaga, where his brother also played, Andrew, uh, played at Gonzaga. But they lost Nemhard. Now they've lost Kaluma uh, because he's not going back to Creighton. And then they lost to Trey Alexander, who I guess could come back, theoretically. He's, he's going to try... The NBA draft, and again, he'll have until May 31st to pull out and I guess go back to Creighton if he wants to do that. They've got Bailey Baylor Shireman coming back. But Creighton, a team that went to the Elite Eight, finally had a breakthrough year and was a top-10 team for much of the year. Of course, Nebraska beat them, so that means Nebraska was better than Creighton. Yep. Um, but this could fall apart. I mean, they, uh, it could fall. I mean, you, you can't say that it's not nothing – to lose oh. Kaluma and Nemhart and possibly Alexander. No, I agree, but Greg McDermott's a hell of a coach. It's I, I hate Creighton. I, I just do. I, just I don't want them like to them. Fail. I want them to fail at everything. But I have so much respect because Greg McDermott is is just a fantastic. Yeah, that's kind of how coach. I feel. And also, I have to admit they're fun to watch play. They play <laughs> they basketball the way it should be played. Yeah, they share the ball. They make shots. It's fun to see the basketball go through the net. Uh, but I can't. I can't like Creighton. I, I don't think it's really anything to do with McDermott or the basketball team. It's their fans that annoy me. I would agree. So if you're a fan of Creighton, I, you're annoying me right now. Um, <laughs> not but, as much as Jake Sorensen. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Creighton fans do not annoy anybody on the planet any more than Jake Sorensen. So you think that they could still be okay just because oh, they I th- have I think they will McDermott. be. McDermott. They, they, they may not. Hulk Brenner's back, right? Bailey, I believe so. Baylor yeah. Shireman's, uh, I think, back. And, I, and who knows, Trey Alexander could come back, I think. Uh, I know he's not graduating. He's only 20 years old. So 
maybe it's just wishful thinking because this has happened to me before. Oh, look what happened to Creighton. They're going to be terrible, and then they're great. Yeah, I, I don't know that they've got to run to the Elite Eight in them this next year, but um, the Big East is always tough, though. So, I mean, they may be a middle-of-the-pack uh, Big East team, and if you're a middle-of-the-pack Big East team, you're a 6, 7, or 8 seed. So, um, it, if that's what ultimately winds up hap- <coughs> excuse me, happening up at Creighton, then so be it. Mm. I still, with the additions that Fred Hoiberg has added to Nebraska's roster, you and I were talking about this earlier, the ability to adjust your lineup to just about anything you could possibly need at any given moment in a game, whether you need to go big, whether you need to go small, whether you need, okay. you've got to crash the boards, whether, you, whether right. you've got to get shooters on the floor. It makes so no- maybe that's the question I should be asking you instead of, it will Creighton suck? Do you feel now much more confident that Nebraska, who beat Creighton at Creighton last year, will beat Creighton again this year? I, yeah, I do. Uh, just because I always think Nebraska is going to beat Creighton, and I, I think the refs probably screwed us anytime we ever lost. <laughs> I don't care. I don't, Even I don't, when we lost by forty, I don't. No, that was all the refs. Um, yeah. But it, I, I genuinely, I like what what Fred has put together. Uh, you and I were talking about this earlier as well with. The weapons. I still that, think they need a point guard that Nebraska has. Yeah, I, Aaron Euless, He just simply he's played in the Big Ten for three um, years. He has started twenty seven of thirty two games last year, but at the end of the day, how many games did he finish? How many games was he on the floor at the end of the game? Um, and you know, right now on the roster, uh, a guy that came in and ran point for us when Stan- Sam Greasel was either in foul trouble or injured. But regardless, a guy that came in and was a major ball handler and part of the end of ball games that were close was Sam Hoiberg. And Sam ain't going anywhere. I, I mean, he's a guy that is his basketball IQ is so high, and he just has some gifts yeah. um, with the ability to shoot and understand. You know, it's almost like he's calculating where a rebound's going to come off. Right. Because uh, all of a sudden he goes right when everybody else goes left and the ball bounces off the rim to the point where it comes off to the right. Mm-hmm. And his defensive prowess in jumping passing lanes. Does Aaron Euless have that? Does he have the playmaking ability? He's going to have every opportunity to prove that he does. Well, I've heard the comment, too, about Euless that, uh, well, he doesn't need to score. Uh, because Nebraska is going to have shooters everywhere, and Casey Tamanaga and Bryce Williams and Rick Mask and all these guys that could shoot. But still, if they don't have to respect you, uh, and your defender can you know cheat on another guy, that that becomes a problem over time. Now, his his numbers weren't terrible at Iowa. I mean, he averaged six points a game, but he was like a thirty-two percent three uh, three-point shooter, thirty-one, thirty-two percent. And he was like that's not 30, great. but yeah, that's not great. Uh, but it's not, you know, what we saw from some other guys that were shooting in well, the 20s at times. Jawan Gary and Emmanuel yeah. Bandemo combined to shoot 22% right. from three last year. So Yeah, so th- that concerns me. But, you know, hopefully Nebraska will be able to spread the floor and play a number. They could. I, this looks like a lineup that can go big. They can go small. They can shoot it. Now, we've said that before, and they get to Nebraska and something, <laughs> a lid just somehow forms on the rim, yeah. and Nebraska can't make shots. Uh, but I, I think I'm always excited for Nebraska hoops, but I think I'm more realistically excited. I, I'm, I'm excited for a, a good reason. Well, uh, the other thing, they're old. Yeah. That's the thing. The, the, the age factor comes into play here. Um, and, and I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I, I think Nebraska, you know, we talked about it. What was it? Uh, early February. Uh, before the injuries, 
with with Gary and Bandama last yeah. year, and Creighton had gone on a slide. Everybody's talking about Nebraska is going to be the team from yeah. you know Nebraska or from the state of Nebraska in the dance. As Creighton, had, the wheels had fallen off, and then obviously the injuries happened. And there was even a point for a while we were right. like, I, I still like Nebraska's team better. Right. But ultimately, Creighton went on the run at the end. Um, I, I think it's going to be interesting next year between the two schools, though. Uh, my buddy got, went to the Creighton game uh, last year. Uh, my financial advisor, Sam, uh, and he was—he had a fan behind him that was just screaming at him because he was mad that Nebraska was winning the game and that he was wearing red. Uh, and they do stand up and applaud whenever Nebraska did really well. He said the guy left the arena even 40 feet away from him as he was still walking away, just screaming at him. He was so angry <laughs> that Nebraska – and I love that. Doesn't that make you feel great? Yeah, this is why we Creighton, don't like Creighton. This is why we don't like Creighton. Well, there's many reasons. Say, but it, we all know the definition of a Jasker. You like Nebraska football, but you hate Nebraska basketball. That's a Jasker to me. I mean, other people have, I guess, different definitions, but that's the most simplistic one that I can think yeah, of. Yeah, or they, they cheer for Creighton over Nebraska in basketball. I right. Mean, they don't necessarily yeah. hate Nebraska basketball, but – yeah. Well, they don't have a football. They do have a soccer team, though. Uh, so true. I guess they do have a football team. We, you know what? Way. Nebraska has a baseball team, though, and they're fresh off a sweep. Yes, they do. And I last time I checked, I heard a rumor that you have Lance Harvell's number. Yes, and I'm going to call it during the break, nice. and then we'll interview him after the break. Lance Harvell, Nebraska baseball assistant coach. We'll talk a little Husker baseball coming up next.